This talk was given by Shyla Catherine. For more information and a schedule of her events, visit the Insight Meditation South Bay website at www.imsb.org. For information about online programs, visit the Bodhi Courses website at www.bodhicourses.org. Bodhi is spelled B-O-D-H-I. I'd like to guide the meditation with emphasis on mindfulness of the body. The body is a wonderful resource for bringing our attention into the present moment. Feel the experience of the body right now. Maybe temperature, is there warmth or coolness? Perhaps simply sense the body sitting. A field of sensations. What are the most distinct or dominant sensations that you feel right now? So we tune in, we check in with the experience of sitting with this moment of feeling the body. Feel the contact with the floor the sensations of heat or pressure or hardness or softness. Feel the contact of the buttocks with the seat or cushion. What are those sensations? Feel where the hands touch. What sensations do you feel? Warmth, tingling, pressure. Perhaps you might feel sensations in the back as you sit upright. You might feel sensations in the face. You might take a moment to relax the face. Relax the shoulders, relax the belly. And feel the changing sensations as we have the intention to relax a muscle. We notice the difference between tightness and release. between hardness and softness.
Do you feel the sensations of the breath? The way that the in-breath expands the torso and the belly and the way that the body contracts back with the out-breath. With that movement, there may be changes of heat and pressure, pushing and tightness, hardness and softness. Just notice, what is your experience of this breath? Feel the body breathing. Let the attention meet this simple experience of sitting, of breathing. And observe the flow of changing sensations associated with sitting and breathing.
One way of cultivating mindfulness of the body is to see the body in terms of the four elements. In ancient India, they conceived of the qualities of hardness and heaviness and roughness, texture, as being associated with the earth element. These are aspects of the solidity of something. They conceived of the temperature, heat and cold, as aspects of the fire element and of pushing, movement, pressure, and the supporting aspect as part of the wind element, characteristics of the wind element. And we can use this basic scheme to observe the changing sensations throughout the body. We might begin with the head and Notice anything associated with the earth element. Notice, for example, hardness and softness throughout the head and face. Sense the solidity of the head. the solidity of the teeth, the solidity of the hair, the solidity of the eyeballs, the tongue, the brain. Some might be more solid, hard, dense, like bones, skull, teeth. And some might be less so, less solid, less hard, less dense, less heavy, like skin, tongue. Then with an interest in this, the property of solidity, bring your attention to the neck, the throat, considering the hardness or softness. Maybe the roughness or the smoothness. Bring your attention to one shoulder with the focus on solidity, hardness, roughness. And bring your attention down through that arm, observing this characteristics of earth, however they appear. Some places might seem hard to you, others might seem soft. Then feel the other shoulder and draw your attention down through the arm to the hand with an interest in earth, solidity, hardness, softness, roughness, smoothness, heaviness, lightness. And then bring your attention to the upper torso, the chest, the upper back. And as you draw your attention down through the torso, sense the solidity of the body, hardness, softness. Heaviness, lightness.
And then bring your attention to one hip. And notice the solidity of the upper leg, the knee, the lower leg, ankle, foot, and toes. Discerning the earth element however it manifests. Then feel the other hip, the leg, the foot, noticing hardness, softness, roughness, smoothness, heaviness, lightness. These are considered the characteristics of earth. And then as we sit, we sense the whole body pervaded by these qualities of earth, these properties of earth. Just an aspect of materiality, an aspect of body. Nothing to take too personally. The experience of the earth element within this body, is it so different than the earth element of the floor, of the building, of the trees, of the birds, of the other people in the room? Maybe it's simply material properties, hardness, heaviness, roughness, solidity. Next, we'll look at temperature. Heat is the classic characteristic of the fire element. When there's less heat, it's cold. And so we simply scan feeling any heat or coolness, which is simply less heat, in the head area the face. Feel the heat in the neck and throat. Both shoulders, both arms, both hands. Just noticing warmth 
whatever degree there is. Feel the temperature in the upper back, the chest, the upper torso, and draw your attention down to the mid-region, noticing temperature, fire element. in the belly, in the abdomen, in the buttocks, both hips. Both legs, both knees, both lower legs, ankles and feet. fire element. Sitting aware of this body pervaded by the fire element, pervaded by warmth, sometimes more warmth, hot, sometimes less warmth, cool. knowing that warmth is a natural characteristic of matter. The plate, the chair, the piano, the bugs, the animals, the cars, other people, all have some temperature, some degree of warmth or coolness. And so as we sit aware of this experience of heat or coolness, we're aware of the nature of matter, materiality. Nothing to get too reactive about, nothing to take too personally. Wind is associated with movement, with characteristics of pressure, pushing, tightness, vibration. There is also a continuum or a counterforce, what's called supporting. Because if there was just movement, there'd be no end to the movement. So there's a support. Supporting quality. We can feel the supporting quality perhaps in the uprightness of the posture. So feel any movement in the head, in the face, any vibration, tingling, any tightness any pressure. These are all characteristics of wind. Scan through the throat, the neck, for the wind element. 
feel one shoulder with an interest in movement, pushing, pressure, tightness, vibration. Feel that arm, that hand, the fingers. Bring your attention to the other shoulder and scan all the way down to the fingertips, pulsing, throbbing, tingling. However you experience wind. Draw your attention down through the torso, feeling movement. Pressure, tightness, tingling, wind. Movement of the breath is one vivid experience of wind. Focus the attention on one hip and then move the awareness down through the leg until you get to the toes, interested in however these qualities associated with wind might manifest. And then feel the other hip, leg, foot. How do you experience pressure, movement, tingling, wind? Aware of the whole body sitting. Contemplating the body pervaded by the wind element. Knowing movement is a natural part of this experience of the body. Nothing so personal, just nature, movement. Nothing is static, nothing is fixed in this world. And so we can use a system such as these ancient concepts of elements in order to see the body just as material qualities. It's a viewpoint that is other than me and my precious body. And so we might just sit aware of the whole body sitting. Sometimes there's softness. Sometimes there's tingling. Sometimes there's heat. Sometimes there's pressure. Sometimes we're aware in a broad way of just the vibrations from head to toe. And sometimes specific sensations will call our attention and we're drawn to the knee to feel burning and tightness and tingling and pressure. 
and then our attention is drawn to the shoulder to feel throbbing and pressure. And then we feel the expansion of the body, the pressure of an in-breath. And we let the attention move throughout the body, simply observing sensations, however they appear. Understanding those sensations to be a natural manifestation of matter. Nothing to take personally. Nothing to get reactive about. So the body appears in a number of ways in the Buddhist teachings. And we can practice it in a number of ways. There's no right way to do this. If we look at the discourses of the Buddha, we'll find enough variety that pretty much anybody can find some way of approaching the body that makes sense to you. One is to simply use the body as a way of grounding our attention in the present moment. And this is often what we teach in introductory mindfulness classes. To become mindful of the body, we let go of all the thoughts. And now we're simply here, feeling the body sitting. 
And it can be such a relief when we tune into a physical sensation because in order to feel a physical sensation, we've had to let go of the stories of I did this and I'm going to say that and this person did that and why did they do this and I need to and I worry and I plan and I worry and I etc. So we let go of all that kind of mental reaction and we just, ah, what do you feel right now? Just feel one breath, sitting and breathing. Can you sense that even just feeling the body sitting for the length of one breath or the sensations of a breath, that it affects the mind? That there's some entanglement that was let go of, some tension, mental tension, reactions that are released. And we're just here, present. So we can use the body to develop this present moment awareness. And we can do that throughout the day when you're driving on the freeway. Periodically, just feel the body sitting. Don't close your eyes, of course, but feel the body sitting and feel the touch of the steering wheel, feel the weight of the foot on the gas pedal. Feel it. And that can let you you extract yourself from all those thoughts. When you're taking a walk, just feel the feet so that we're not just lost in planning what we're going to do when we get to the end of the walk, but we're actually present for each step by using this field of the body to develop awareness. But that's just one approach to developing mindfulness of the body. And it's the one we tend to encourage the most in introductory mindfulness classes because many people come to develop mindfulness in order to get out of the crazy stories and fantasies that the mind is locked into. We get entangled in our reactions to things. And we miss what's really happening. So we learn to feel the body. We learn to bring awareness into the experience, whatever it is, hot or cold. And in that way, we can develop tremendous equanimity so that we're with hardness and softness. We're with heat and cold. The mind can meet the whole spectrum. But when we look at the Satipatthana Sutta, we discover that there are other ways of working with mindfulness of the body. And when we look at the richness that are throughout the discourses of the Buddha, we find that we can work with mindfulness of breath as an aspect of the body. When you feel the breath, you're feeling the body. Right? You're not really feeling breath. You're feeling touch. It might be heat or cold when it comes in and out of the nostrils. It might be pressure and pushing when when the belly rises and falls. But we're basically feeling the body. So we can use the breath to bring our attention to experience the body. We can also develop mindfulness of the body by working with the sensory experiences because the body isn't just only about touch sensations. We also have eyes and nose and tongue and ears. And these are connected. The sensory experiences are about the body. So again, when we bring ourselves to be mindful of seeing, mindful of hearing, mindful of smelling, mindful of tasting, and mindful of touching, it again helps us to become present with whatever's actually happening and helps us get out of the trap of being entangled in thoughts. One of the things that are very interesting to develop mindfulness of the body around is our reflections, which may seem like it's a totally different animal, a totally different approach to meditation, is to reflect on the body rather than feel the present sensations. But it's very interesting to work with mindfulness of the body through practices like reflecting upon death. 
Because one of the things we realize if we know anything about this body is that it is constantly changing. We don't have ultimate control over it. We can't make it not get sick. And at some point, soon, sooner or later, it's going to die. And then it's going to decompose or be burnt or be eaten by other animals. Who knows? But it's going to die. And so when we look at the body as a part of nature, what's subject to birth, this body was born, this material form was born, then it also changes and it dies. And we can meditate upon death as a way of becoming mindful of this body as subject to death. And this is one of the body practices, is to contemplate death. Just so that we know this is just, it's normal, it's natural, it's matter, it's material. And sometimes this is hard to do because we want to think of the body as my body. And the my associates with a me, with an I, that we impute some kind of eternal existence to. All bound up with this experience of who I am. This body is me. This body is who I am. But when we look really closely, we're finding all these just simply natural changing processes. What is this? Could, can we really say it's mine? Can we really say it's I? So we investigate. We reflect upon death. We investigate what it is we're, trying, we're attached to. And is there a way of experiencing the body that does not perpetuate attachment and clinging, that does not resist the truth? of change, which that does not deny the inevitability of death. We can also look at the body in terms of parts. You know, there's hair, there's skin, there's nails, there's bones, there's various bits of flesh and organs and intestines and lungs. There's a lot of parts of the body. So there are also meditations that instead of looking for sensations, instead of categorizing sensations in terms of elements, it then looks at the body in terms of parts to again see that it's composed. It's put together. This has legs. This has support. This has a top. You know, it's composed of things. Similarly, this body is composed of parts. It's another view that sees the body as material components, matter. So I mention all of these things. All I want to do tonight is broaden your view of mindfulness of the body. I do think for the most part, some of the most practical approaches is just to feel the body throughout the day to just feel the body when it's sitting, feel the body when it's walking, feel the body when it's standing, feel the body when it's working, feel the sensations when you're washing your hands, tuning into the elements, the heat, the cold, the pressure, the tingling, the vibration, all those, that stuff. That's, I think, the, I found it to be the most valuable approach to mindfulness of the body. But I also think it can be very valuable to Take it another step. Instead of, I am feeling tingling, my body is hot. We take it the next step to see this body is simply nature. No different here, no different here, no different here, no different here. What's really so different about the characteristics, the properties of this body? then this table, then this floor, then the tree, then the basketball. They all have temperature. They all have some degree of solidity. 
They're all moving. It doesn't look like the table is moving, but you know, if you looked really at the molecular level, they'd be moving. You know, there'd, there'd be protons and nuclear you know, electrons. There'd be things that would be moving. They're all subject to debt, to decay. All can be consumed by fire. And sometimes when we contemplate, we experience the vividness of present moment sensations, but then contemplate the body as a part of nature. Then maybe we won't feel so separate. Maybe we won't keep reinforcing this sense of self that needs to grasp a hold of the body and try to control it. Maybe we'll be able to simply be at ease knowing that we're experiencing life through this mental and material process, this body-mind process. But it's nature. It's not under our control. We could say that it is empty because we, there's no solid, eternal self that can claim this that can control this. It's nature. It's the body. So I think this extra contemplation of the body internally and material externally can help move a practice that might otherwise just be about I feel this and I feel that and I feel this and I feel that to starting to understand the nature of the body, the nature of materiality. Comments, questions about this? Please, Sharon. Well, um the difference between me and the basketball is the mentality aspect and consciousness. Yeah. So, I think most, many, many of us um, get uh, put um, a lot of emphasis on, well, I have consciousness. Mm-hmm. So that makes me special, that makes me different than the tree or the basketball or the table. Yeah. Yeah. And it does. It does. So consciousness is very significant. So one of the things with, we can look to see if consciousness is self, but with mindfulness of the body, just knowing that is, would also help to unravel some of the attachment to the body. Because from the perspective of matter, I mean, people can be so attached to the body. The shape, the color, the this, the that. I mean, there can be a lot of stuff that goes into our perceptions of the body. As though as we present the body... We're presenting self. Are we? Or is it just this form of the basketball with legs and arms? And Are we really presenting self? What is that? Is the body self? Is it who I am? So we can start to see, well, where is the attachment? Is the attachment to the form of the body? Is the, are we identified with this form of the body? Are we identified with that quality of knowing, the consciousness? Are we identified with feelings, with perceptions, with thoughts, with moods, with emotions? Of course, there's a lot going on then in this mind-body process than a basketball. But if we just look at the mindfulness of the body, we might be able to kind of say, hmm, question, okay, what about this body? Is that different than trees or than animals or than this or than that? And if the, what, you know, what, what's, we can just look. 
please. As you were speaking, I, I guess what it was that came over me was that sense of simplicity that I could have. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling it somewhat now, and I'm afraid I'm going to lose it after I leave tonight. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure I will, by the way, but, but I, I think I can recapture it, at least somewhat. We forget and we remember again. We forget and we remember again. Yeah. We can't hold on to any experience, but we forget sometimes a way of seeing things that's very simple, and then we remember again, <laughs> or we see it again. Yeah. I'm still trying to remember something. You know, I can't quite hold on to what you said that would put me back there. It's bugging me a little bit, not bad. You don't have to hold on to anything. In fact, even when I teach, I hope you're not trying to hold on to things. Just listen. Just listen with an open, receptive mind. And, and sometimes something will touch. And you'll experience something or you'll have a little insight or a little aha. Or you'll get a little idea of something to investigate in your practice. And then a lot of it you'll miss. It'll just fall away or it won't be relevant to you. And that's fine. Just let it go. And then another time you'll hear the teachings again and something else will touch you. But we don't have to, this is not something that we have to, to, to hang on to. We don't have to hang on to experiences. We don't have to remember quotes. We don't have to perfect our philosophical understanding. Um, we're just gradually developing a ways of, of being authentic with our experience and ways of being wise in our relationship to things. Yeah. So let's meditate. As your attention settles into the experience of sitting here, let the attention relax into the body so that we become conscious of sitting. We don't have to add the idea, I am sitting. Just notice, how is sitting known? Are there sensations? Are there feelings? Are there clues, cues that tell you sitting is happening? Let the attention just rest in the experience of sitting with an attitude that lets the awareness be wide, like the mind is wide open. Open to experience whatever is happening. And then we might ask, what are you aware of? What is happening? What are the strongest sensations in the body? Notice them. Move the attention to meet them. And feel them changing. Increasing, decreasing, coming, going.
What about hearing, the sensory experience of sound? You don't need to go sending the mind out to think about sound. Just experience when sound meets the ear door. There might be seeing with your eyes closed. You might simply be seeing light through the eyelids. But notice this capacity of the eyes, the material capacity to register light, color, to see. We can also be mindful of aroma, of smell. That different aromas impact the sensitivity in the nostrils to smell. If you feel like you can't smell anything, just bring up your hand or your fingers towards your nostrils and you might smell something we're not so concerned with what it is we're smelling I'm interested more in the capacity to register smell. And similarly with taste. What do you taste? There's saliva. If you move your tongue around your mouth, you might notice taste flavor, maybe a bit of watermelon between the teeth. Notice this capacity, this sensitivity to flavor. So the five senses of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, and tangible touch sensations of heat, cold, pressure, hardness. All of these are interpreted by the mind and known consciously. But we can be mindful of the impact and develop some clarity of what is being known, what that impact is, and equanimity with it. So we make a distinction between the physical impact of seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, and touching. We distinguish that physical impact from the mental thoughts about what it is. And you can play with this with sound. Because sometimes we react against sound, but the impact really is no problem. We just didn't happen to, we had views or opinions about what made the sound. So you can notice, what is the physical impact? 
And what is the mental reaction or interpretation or judgment? And when we're practicing mindfulness of the body, we would give emphasis to just simply being with the material impact. Free from judgment, free from preferences. For the last couple of minutes of the meditation, just feel whatever you're feeling. Let go of all my instructions about senses and elements. And just be present to feel this moment. aware of the body, sitting, breathing.
Well, thank you for practicing with us tonight. Have a good evening, and I hope you'll join us for the rest of the series and ongoing. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.